Welcome to the Cairo Bro Ministries Brocast. I am Steven, your host of this podcast. I am the founder and CEO of Cairo Bro Ministries, and I'm glad you are here with us uh, today listening in. Uh, today's going to be a great show. Uh, we haven't done a podcast in a couple weeks, uh, so uh, there's a lot to cu- catch up on uh, that's going on in uh, the world, in Christianity, and uh, with Cairo Bro Ministries. It's going to be an exciting show, so stick with us. Uh, before we get into uh, the content of the show today, uh, I just want to want to see how you bros are doing. Uh, I haven't talked to you guys in a long time. Uh, October has been, uh, was a... A, uh, an interesting month uh, for us here at Cairo Bro Ministries and for me personally here, uh, to say the least. Uh, there, there was a lot that happened uh, within the month of October, and let's just say I am, I am just happy a new month uh, has started and that November's here. November means uh, fires and Thanksgiving and awesome food and family, t- family time. Uh, and unfortunately, it does mean getting dark at 5.30 in the afternoon. Um, I tell you, man, it, 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 it's going to be tough uh, getting used to driving uh, home from the office uh, when it's like pitch dark. I don't know about you guys, but last night uh, I was sitting down watching some, uh, some football yesterday afternoon. And <laughs> for some reason about... Uh, I was watching the game, and then I realized, man, is it like 10 o'clock already? And I checked, the, I checked my watch, and it's, nope, it's 6 o'clock. I'm like, shoot, this is still the afternoon game. It's not even the Sunday night football primetime game. Um, so every year it's like this for me. It takes me about a week or so to get used to uh, it getting dark here uh, on the East Coast at 5.30 in the afternoon. Um, just want to... Uh, just want to say thank you to everyone who supports and, and for the continued support of everyone who uh, who contributes, who uh, shares, who gets the word out about Cairo Bro Ministries and what we do here and what we pl- what God is planning on using us for uh, in the future. Uh, I'd say uh, uh, there's too many people right now to give thanks to, uh, but thank you to everyone. Um, and if you want to find out more about how you can help support Cairo Bro Ministries um, by either producing content for our website, helping out with the podcast, uh, doing any type of social media, infographics, anything that you feel you can contribute to, uh, to the ministry of Cairo Bro Ministries, uh, shoot us an email by going to our website uh, and hit the Contact Us page. Our website is kairobroministries.org. Uh, or if you want to hit me up directly, you can email me at steven at kairobroministries.org. Uh, I'd be more than willing to listen out to your ideas, and hopefully I can get more and more bros involved in this. Uh, Jesus always says that, that, it's not, uh, that ministry is not for uh, a single person, but it's for a group of people. Um, so today, uh, there'll be a few things we're going to cover today. Uh, I'm going to cover. I'm going to go through some of the interesting things that we've had uh, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, some of the content we've put out on our website, we've got some feedback on, um, especially one that we put out a couple of weeks ago. 
that kind of ruffled a little bit of feathers. And I'd just like to speak to that. Uh, and then we're going to talk about uh, really uh, some of the some of the big uh, movies that bros will be flocking to go see uh, in the next couple months. Uh, November, December, January are big months for some big time awesome movies that bros are going to love to go see. Uh, and then we're also going to discuss briefly about some of the pointers of what a Cairo bro can do during the fall festivities, during fall weddings, fall formals if you're in college, for Thanksgiving, and things how to um, live out the Cairo bro life amongst uh, and during these uh, events. So to start us off, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, we posted up a, a blog post uh, that I wrote um, that I've been feeling uh, more and more convicted about is bros know, I'm sure you guys have heard uh, by now that if you have been around church at all uh, growing up, or even if you haven't been around church, this is definitely a verse that you have heard before. Uh, it is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, or him, through him who strengthens me, whichever uh, depends on the translation. Uh, and you see it all the time on uh, in gyms, in Christian-affiliated gyms, on uh, with football or any types of sports. Um, I remember my mom, when I was a kid, got me a poster to put up in my bedroom with... Uh, a basketball player, you know, hitting a layup at the buzzer or something like that. That, uh, and it had the, I can do all things through Him who strengthens me, uh, at the bottom of the poster. Um, it, it's uh, it's everywhere. Uh, it is one of the most marketed uh, verses in all of the Bible. Um, probably aside from John three sixteen, most people know Philippians four thirteen, uh, which is I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. And so, what I talked about in the blog uh, in the blog post that I put up on the website that um, that does get some that does irk some people is when you hear about the, when you hear I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, man, that's encouraging, ain't it? Come on, bros. When you hear that, when you're pumping some iron, when you're when you're in the midst of a tough football game, you know something, or you're 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 going through, uh, uh, you just feel like you're going uh, going through the midst of a of a college semester or something, and you hear that verse, you're encouraged, you're lifted up, you're like, yeah, I can do this. Um, today in society, though, too many people have have, especially in in Christian society, in mainstream Christianity, and you see it even at the Christian stores too. They put it out as a, as just like encouraging. A lot of people you talk to when you say that they can, when they believe this verse, this verse in itself to the core, to their core, it means that if they have Jesus with them, if they have Christ and He strengthens them, they can do anything. They can achieve their goal. They can get the promotion at work, they can ace the test, uh, they can get through the last little bit of chores at, at home, they can finish out the rep, finish out the wad, whatever it may be. That sounds good, right? I mean, bros, come on. That makes sense, doesn't it? Well, it does until you read 
the verses around Philippians 4.13. Uh, specifically, Philippians 4.10-13. through 13. you got to read in everything you do, whether it be uh, accounting, marketing for a business, uh, studying for an exam in college or high school, um, you know, fixing uh, your uh, a toilet at your home or a sink at your home, something like that. You're always you always have to have to think about and look at the the context of everything. You can't just pull out one step and how to change learning how to change your oil in your car by yourself and take that one step and know exactly what the rest of the steps you have to take are. Um, so taking everything, looking at everything in context, everything in life is, is about, is important and vital. Uh, and this doesn't uh, exclude this verse. And so what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to read Philippians 4, 10 through 13. And then I'm going to, I'm going to explain to me uh, what I, how I feel and through my study is what, what it actually means. Um, so here we go, and I'm reading from the English Standard Version uh, translation. Philippians 4, 10 through 13. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I'm speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So when you read it through the context of what Paul is writing in Philippians 4 there, it's not a, a I can accomplish anything that... I put my mind to because I got Christ. I got strength through Jesus. That's not at all what it is. It's about being content that there's going to be ups and downs in your life. There's going to be, no matter if you get the promotion or you end up not getting the promotion and you, and you get fired, you know you can go through each of those, the joys and the sufferings, the highs and lows of life because you have strength in Him. And so it, it's more about being content with your life, content and knowing Jesus and knowing Him, not that you will succeed at everything you do, because you will not succeed. And somebody who prescribes to the, the theology, the notion that Philippians 4.13 means they will always succeed because they have Jesus, they're going to be let down. And then they're going to, they have the possibility of of falling out of love with Jesus because they're going to feel like Jesus let them down. And that's not at all what this means. It is stating that no matter what life throws at you, a bro can be content. He can be, he can be all right with everything because he has him who strengthens me, strengthens the bro. That's what it means.
If anybody has any disagreements about that, wants to discuss it further, please email me at steven at kyrabrosministry.org. I love discussing this with people, and and uh, we can dive it in further. And uh, We can even do a an entire Bible study or something. I can throw it up on the website, maybe do like a video Bible study for... Uh, those that might be interested in in knowing more about contentment and Philippians four thirteen. Uh, okay, switching gears up a little bit now uh, is uh, uh, I'm just going to throw something. We're going to do something trivial. We're not going to keep it all both all heavy and then all light. We'll do something light now. Is man, are you bros excited for the the movies that are coming out between now and like Christmas? Holy crud, man! Bros, the biggest one I'm, I'm in, a couple weeks ago when we had the Star Wars final trailer out, I was jacked up. Bros, I am so ready for Star Wars Episode 7. I am a self-professed, humongous Star Wars nerd. Uh, my girlfriend will tell you how big of a Star Wars nerd I am. If you are a bro of like 35, between 25 and 35... Man, you better be excited about this because I don't know about you. I'm 30 and I grew up on Star Wars, and it is. I'm just telling you, it's it's it it looks awesome, and just to see Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and Chewie and all these guys back in back, it's gonna be awesome. And I'm I am f- fully looking forward to. I am dressing up. I'm going to the midnight showing. It's gonna be awesome. I'm going to spend a lot of money I don't want <laughs> that I don't have on seeing it multiple times. I hope you guys are as psyched up for it as I am. Uh, another one that's coming out, shoot, uh, this weekend actually, on November 6th, that I think is a total bro film. I've mentioned it already before. We did a Q&A about it. Uh, is, is the newest James Bond movie, um, Spectre. And... I am a fan of the entire James Bond series, all the way from uh, f- to uh, the first movie, all the way up until the last movie that we had. And uh, Spectre, I think, is I think it's awesome that the Bond series is going back to some of the core uh, bad guys, the core villains of. Of the 60s and 70s. I mean, Sean Connery, that was his main nemesis in most of the movies was Spectre. Was this was this group of this group of people that are wanting to do evil in the world. And I, th- I think it's going to be awesome. Um, sounds like that it's Daniel Craig's last movie as Bond. So I'm sure it's going to be a great one. Um, I, I think it's awesome. And the last one I want to just want to mention is... It's coming up before, right before Thanksgiving, and this is not necessarily a bro movie that I'm looking forward to. It's just a, another ballin' movie I am looking forward to is Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2, the, the finale of the Hunger Games movies. Now, I haven't read the books yet, um, and I may do so at one point, but I, so I am clearly in the dark of what is going to happen how this series kind of plays itself out. And I just want to, it, it's just awesome. Uh, that's all I can say. Um, so this bro who's speaking right now, he is so looking forward to Hunger Games. Um, so if any of you 
bros out there, anybody listening has any other movies that they are so looking forward to this holiday season, please go to our website, hit us, hit the contact us page, let us know. I would love to know what, what our listeners are listening are going to be watching this holiday season. We're really going to be going going out and seeing because there's all kinds of other great ones. There's a new uh, movie coming out with Seth Rogen and those guys. That should be an awesome movie. Um, and, and, and bros are, will flock to the movie theaters for that. I know. Um, so yeah, send us in, send us our uh, comments on what you're going to be watching. I would love to know. So. I think it was last week or so. I put up another uh, uh, a post on our website uh, that was um, that was definitely a broerific post, <laughs> um, if you can call it, call it that. I, you know, us bros, we make up words, so I think it was a broerific post uh, where we talked about uh, nicknames, bro names. Um, I used the clip from the uh, the end of the movie of uh, the awesome bro bromance movie i love you man with jason siegel and paul rudd one of my faves uh and we're at the we're at the very end and they're saying i love you man i love you man it says i love you bro nameth i love you joe bro uh, bro montana like we have this thing with bros and it's happened over the last five years or so where it really has taken on a new nature but bros tend to give other bros nicknames now, most of the time, my nickname in my fraternity in college and all throughout sports teams growing up and things were was my last name. And that's, if you got a, like a last name everybody remembers, that's what's going to be, and that's all right. I mean, that's my nickname. That's what the name that everybody calls me, and, and that's how what everybody shall forth call me. Um, there, are some, I, there are some guys in that I remember when I was graduating, some guys in the, in the fraternity house who didn't even, didn't even know my first name. They just knew me by my last name. Um, so I, that's kind of funny. Uh, but I mean, uh, you just get nicknames. Um, I mean, we see it in one of the classic uh, uh, kid bro movies in The Sandlot with Yaya and, and all these other guys. They just, I mean, they go... There's the, that entire scene where they're talking about all the nicknames for Babe Ruth, the Great Bambino, and the Sultan of Swat. I mean, bros for, for so long. I am sure that biblical bros had nicknames for themselves. I'm sure in the disciples in Jesus' time, they I am sure they had nicknames for each other that, that were never written down in the Gospels. But I'm sure that... Peter had a nickname for John, and I'm sure everybody had a nickname for Judas. And, you know, when guys spend time with one another, they develop nicknames. It is a sense of camaraderie. It's a sense of male bonding that you're, it's, it's like a sense of you're, you're in. If you have a nickname by a group of other bros, you are in. You have this, you know you're in in the inner circle and you got guys that have done life with you and are wanting you around when they give you a nickname. And so what, what we talked about then after all, after all that is, is whether or not you are part of a group of bros or not is God gives you a couple names. Every bro 
is named by God. Uh, there are some deep, deep scriptures that, that, that bring that. I mean, God created man. He gives you a name. He has, there, there's, throughout, you know, there's multiple times in the Old Testament. Um, I'm thinking of one from Isaiah. I don't really know exactly where it is right now, but that, that God has formed, I think it's David also says it in the Psalms, that, that God formed us and knew our name before we came out of our mother's womb. I mean, He has called us. He has named us. He has given us a calling. He calls us sons of sons. We are sons of God, um, and He names us. And then I think the biggest one that I think all bros need to hear is that God calls us mighty men of valor. Oh, one of my favorite stories in the entirety of the Bible is found in Judges uh, chapter 6, where uh, the, uh, the armies of Israel are, they don't really have a king yet, and they're just fight, fighting, and God calls up leaders every once in a while, uh, to leaders of the, for the Israel army, so they can go battle and, um, and get rid of all these people that, uh, that are in the promised land. And in Judges 6, God calls this guy named Gideon. Now Gideon was like this, he was, he was basically, it sounds like he was like a string bean, like he kind of skin and bones guy. He was very meek, very, uh, didn't think much of himself, didn't have very much self-esteem. He came from one of the, one of the last, one of the smallest um, in, in size and physicality, one of the smallest uh, uh, tribes of Israel. And so when God calls and says, he sends uh, an angel, uh, most likely Gabriel, and, call, and he comes down and says, Have no fear, you mighty man of valor. And this bro, Gideon, is like, What the heck? I'm not, a, I'm not mighty. I'm barely a man, and I certainly don't have valor. And it's he comes to uh, comes to step in and realize that he, with God he is a mighty man of valor. And for many, many, many bros who are just wandering around uh, and haven't really subscribed to the Cairo bro life, haven't really subscribed with, with going into church. They may be going to church. They don't really think much of themselves, don't think much of God because they have very low self-esteem. They don't think that they're mighty. They may have done something horrible in their, in their past. They may not be this brute. They may not have this um, the speech um, that some like eloquent pastors do and, and things. They just think that, but God calls us, all of us, each and every bro, a mighty man of valor. And I think if we reflect on that, if we if we subscribe to that, if we take that on as a nickname, it means that God is calling us into his inner circle of warriors. And he's calling us to fight. And he's calling us, he's telling us we have valor. Before we may even think it, we have foul, valor. We are mighty and we are men. Um, I could go on and on about how reading this and coming to the realization of it for me personally has equipped me and helped me 
understand who I am, who God calls me to be. Um, and it's one of the, it's actually uh, knowing that I am a mighty man of valor, valor is actually one of, one of the names that God gives us that, that really for me helped uh, me understand and live out this calling to begin Cairo Bro Ministries. Um, because I am a mighty man of valor. I am a warrior for God. Um, I'm a bro who can do something. Uh, and that's what, uh, that's what God calls us to be. That, that we are His sons. He gives us a name and we are mighty men of valor. We are in His inner circle. Um, and I think, I think if, if bros just ponder that and realize that, thing, we could change the world for the better, for, for God. We could glorify God by living that out. Um, and that kind of segues into our list little, last little short segment today about um, really how to act as a Cairo bro during uh, all the different things that's going on this fall uh, between formals, weddings, Thanksgiving, festivities with family or friends. Uh, we're soon going to be get. it's just uh, kind of the events start ramping up in November. And so... I just want to give you a couple quick pointers on how to be a Cairo bro during these events. Uh, most of us bros who are now Cairo bros uh, used to act in ways that were unbecoming or uh, we just acted differently during these things. And now when we are living as Cairo bros, we may be uh, tempted to, to start acting or doing things in a certain way that we used to. Uh, and so I'm just going to give you a couple pointers on what to do um, to be to, to stand up and be a Cairo bro during these events. So the first thing is, is know your limits. Um, as a Cairo bro, you kind of keep, you understand that you are a, uh, you're always glorifying Jesus at any, at every moment in your life, you are glorifying God, you are when someone knows you're a Cairo bro, and they, so you have to conduct yourselves in certain ways. And one of the things is just know your limits. Uh, I did not do this very well uh, a couple weeks ago at, at one of my uh, bro's weddings. Uh, but know your limits with alcohol. Um, if you know you, you start acting uh, like, uh, like Animal Pie does or, or you know, kind of acting kind of rowdy, after about four or five drinks, you know, have someone say after four or five drinks, give me water instead or give me a Red Bull or something rather than uh, just keep on pounding them back. Um, know, your, know your limits with, uh, with flirting. Um, if, you're, uh, if you're not want, a Cairo bro doesn't go into these events looking to hook up with, um, with a bridesmaid or looking up with, with your friend's cousin at this, new, at this Thanksgiving dinner he's invited you to. I think he goes in wanting to honor women, honor his own body, honor a woman's body. And so just know your limits where, where you need to cut yourself off on flirting. Flirting's good. It's just know, know your limits where you need to cut yourself off uh, so you don't get into sticky situations. Um, the next thing is always be cordial. 
Uh, this comes up from my being a being a grown up uh, in the South and just knowing if you are invited to someone's house for Thanksgiving, um, if you're going to a wedding, going to a formal, going to um, a dinner party at a professor's house or a colleague's or a boss's house, uh, just just remember the the core. Uh, gentlemanly uh, values and and things that you that you learned growing up, um, if you did learn them, uh, opening the door for other people, um, letting women sit down um, uh, in chairs and on couches uh, before you do, um, never start eating until uh, the host has started eating, and and really. Uh, and and just being a being gracious uh, with people with your words, and uh, just knowing um, and offering maybe even offer to to say the blessing. Um, a, a Cairo bro uh, is always thinking of others and not himself. Um, so always always put the the attention on others rather than bringing attention to yourself. Um, I think if, if people can, can start seeing a change in us bros, if we're living out the Cairo bro way, and I think it's, it, it's, it's what we need. Uh, it's something that, uh, that is needed, and I think we can, we can have an effect on people uh, if we show them that, um, that we can conduct ourselves in a... Um, at a higher standard during these holiday events. So that is uh, this episode. That concludes this episode of uh, Cairo Bro Ministries podcast. Uh, with that, I just hope um, uh, you can get something out of this. Please, please uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever, uh, whatever podcasting app you have. And, uh, just uh, give us a rate us a review give us a review um, and um, if you would uh, comment uh, share this with your friends with other bros uh, if you are a female listening to this and you have a bro in your life who needs this advice in this episode or in any of our episodes please uh, share um, and if you send me a message um, through our website um, at chirobroministries.org or send me one directly at steven at chirobroministries.org uh, I will give you a shout out on the next episode uh, with that I will uh, talk to you guys next week bro on for Jesus bros <laughs>